Welcome to Matetuo, the teaching ministry of John Kodio. Matetuo in Greek means to make a disciple. It says, Pastor, in Revelation 3.12, it says, He who overcomes, I'll make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more, and I'll write on him the name of my God and the name of my city, name of the city of my God, the the new Jerusalem, which comes down from heaven from my God, and I will write on my new name. I am correct in understanding that the scriptures, scripture says that Jesus will have a new name, question mark. I was thinking about why Jesus would have a new name. As in Philippians 3, 9, <clears throat> it says, Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. This is the question. So the question is about the name of God, if I understand correctly, and why Jesus was given a new name. We need to understand it in the context of God becoming a flesh and what a name is. Remember, if you go to a, uh, a Genesis chapter 1, if you go to verse uh, 3 onwards. Then God said, let there be light. Yes. And there was light. Yes. And, Continue. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. Yes. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. Yes. So the evening and the morning were the first day. So you had the evening and the morning and the first day, yes? But if you go to verse 14, we will read something that we consider strange. What is that? Then, then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and seasons, and for days and years. Yes. So, you find that the sun and the moon and the stars were created when? Which day is that? I know it's on verse 14, but which day is that? So the lights in the firmament. But which day is that? Fourth. Some are saying third and others are saying fourth. You should read your Bible once in a while, yes? What does verse 14 follow? Verse 15. What does it say in 15? And let them be for light in the firmament. Yes. Uh. To give light on the earth. Uh. And, uh. and then, continue. Then God made two great lights, a greater light to rule the day. Yeah. And the lesser light to rule the night. Yes. He made the stars also. Uh. He set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. Yes. And to rule over the day and over the night. Uh. And to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw uh. that it was good. Yes. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Ah, so that was the fourth day. There was the evening and morning on the fourth day, yes? But you find evening and morning before the sun and the moon and the stars were made. Do you understand? What 
we call evening and morning in Hebrew is if I remember correctly it's ever and Booker yes was not what it meant originally because when we say evening what is evening now it's evening time yes the sun is setting yes but if there's no sun how can there be evening according to us do you understand but according to the bible in day one was there a sun but there was evening and morning and there was the first day what i'm trying to say is that what this what it's called is not what it means now so name could have changed for example evil when you think about evil now, what is evil? It is something that is bad, extremely bad. But what was evil that God intended? Did you understand? Because if God saw everything was good, then what is evil then? So, do you understand? When you think about it, it doesn't make sense not to our understanding of the things that we say are meaning the names may have changed could be because of translation it could be because of culture it could be because what was then it's not now do you do you understand for example if you if you read in genesis before the fall there were rivers yes with four four rivers yes if you try to find them will you find them now why because there was a flood in between and the topography changed and the geography changed everything changed do, do you understand but there may be namesakes of that for example euphrates but it may not be the euphrates that is mentioned in in genesis one and two, yeah, do, do, do you understand? So, and then what is in the name is important to God. Now, why do I say that? Because the name fixes something to something. This is a handkerchief. So, the word handkerchief is fixed to that, for example. It doesn't change. Whatever happens, this is a handkerchief. Just like that, Jesus is the name above all names. But what is the name of God? No, you said Jehovah. And you can say Jehovah. And you can say Yahweh. But what is the name of the Lord? Do you know the name of the Lord? Then how can he claim Psalm 91 and all the promises in the Old Testament? Because you know the name of Christ, the Messiah, that is Jesus. Do you understand? So he is being given a name above all names. So that is how important a name is. 
like for example when a child was born you named him according to the character you wanted to be Rachel called her son Benoni yes <coughs> but Israel said no he shall not be called Benoni he shall be called son of my right hand which is Benjamin Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. Let's go to Philippians two nine. Well, I, as as we read it, yes. Because uh, the reference that in the question is is actually wrong. But let's go to yeah. Let's go to Philippians two nine. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Yes, that is in Philippians two nine. Yes. Do you understand? Not in Philippians 3 and according to the question. Yes. So God has given whom? Jesus a name which is above all names. Yes. Go to Hebrews 1 4. Being made so much better than the angels, as he had by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Yes. So he is Jesus. He is inherited. That means it was given to him. A better name than they. Do you understand? Inheritance is something hereditary. Uh, there's a lot more in, into this that I can talk about, but you understand that Jesus is a more excellent name than the angels. So, what is in a name? You have to understand that. Because it is important to God and therefore should be important to us. Let's go to Isaiah 42 8. Isaiah 42 8. I am the Lord that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. Yes, I am the Lord. Yes, you know, you can, you can look into translation of what that Lord is. Is it Adonai? Is it Yahoo? Is it, what do you understand? But there is a name mentioned here. That's what I wanted to make clear. Go to Isaiah 6 2 2. Jump. The Gentiles shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord will name. Yes, you shall be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord will name. Can God lie? No. So if God chooses to call you a failure no matter how much you succeed you try to succeed what will you be a failure to understand but that's not God yes God chooses a good name he chooses to see what is good by faith in you and in everything remember I spoke about that while covering Job do you understand but whereas the fallen nature of man and the devil will see the bad in everything. We have to decide what we're going to do. By faith see the good or by fear see the bad. Is it clear? Yes. I'm going into things I should not because we're talking about the name. Yes. But what I want you to understand is that the name a name is very important to God. 
because he's carved your what? Your face or your name in the palm of his hand? Your name. It's very important to God. Do you, do you understand? Yes? So, what is John 1 42? And he brought him to Jesus. Now, when Jesus looked at him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is translated as stone. Yes. So, what did Jesus do? Change his name to reflect a character. Was he a stone, a rock at that time? No. Do you understand? This is the name that the Lord has given. Am, am, I, make, am I clear, making sense to you? Go to Genesis 2.19. And out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Yes. So whatever Adam called every living creature, that was the name. If Adam called this, this is not living, a handkerchief, then that was the name of this. So name is important because it classifies things. And that's important to God. Why? Because Jesus is the name above every name. Yes? Is cancer a name? And who is above, whose name is above the name of cancer? Ah, it's not for nothing. As they say in the world, yes? There's a deeper meaning to this, yes? For that we need to understand from the Bible what a name is. Go to Genesis 30, 24. And she called his name Joseph and said, The Lord shall add to me another son. Yes. So, Joseph has a meaning. Do you understand? And that meaning, we don't do that nowadays. Nowadays we call whatever we throw play down the stairs and we, uh-huh. Okay, that's what we'll call our children, yes? Do you understand, yes? That's not biblical. Do you understand? All my children are named by the Lord. But the Lord gave me a choice. Like for example, when Samuel was going to be born, I had a choice of calling him Samuel or David. So I went to my pastor and I said, should I call him Samuel or should I call him David? He said, we don't want him to make the same mistakes that David did. So call him Sam. <laughs> no, but do you understand? I, he was joking, but when I thought about it, it was a name that the Lord has given. It was also my father's name. Do you understand? And so it means something. And what happened when Daniel was born? I was going through certain phases in my life where God was my judge. And that's what Daniel means. Do you understand? And Joel means Yahweh is God. Do you understand? All these three names were given, though given by God, meant something at that time in my life. Just like Joseph. Do 
200 and Genesis 30, 24. Am I clear? Yes. Go to Genesis 32, 27 and 28. So he said to him, what is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Yes. So this is the name the Lord has bestowed. Do you understand? Jacob means something. Israel means something. I'm not going to get into the meanings right now. But you, I need you to understand what is in the name. Yeah. Go to Genesis 35.10. And God said to him, Your name is Jacob. Your name shall not be called Jacob anymore, but Israel shall yeah. be your name. Yes. So he called his name Israel. Yes. So do you understand? There is a name. And there is a meaning behind that. If you want to find out what your name means actually. In your language or whatever. Do you understand? I'm not telling you to change it. But God will tell you. Give you a new name. Yes. But go, go to Genesis 35. 18. I was talking about this earlier. Genesis 35, 18, John. And so it was as her soul was departing uh, that she called his... For she died, no? For she died, yes. that she called his name Ben-Oni, but his father called him Benjamin. Yes. Do you understand? We know him as what? Ben-Oni or Benjamin? Benjamin. Benjamin. Do you understand? Go to Exodus 20, verse 7. This is part of the Ten Commandments, yes? Exodus 20, verse 7. Yeah, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Yes. God will not hold him what? Guiltless who takes his name in vain. So it's not a casual matter. Do you understand? Yes? There's power in the name of Jesus. But we don't... I mean, nowadays it's become a cuss word, yes? Go to Psalm 511. But let all those that put their trust in you rejoice. Let them never shout for joy because you defend them. Let them also that love your name be joyful in you. Yes. Let them also who love your name. If you don't know the name of the Old Testament God, how can you love him? Do you understand? Um, but we are in the New Testament, yes? When you meet somebody and you like, are you interested in that person, you get their name, no? You don't say, oh, I married him, but I forgot to ask his name yeah. Let's read Psalm 9, verse 10. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Yes. If you go in depth of what the psalm says, you can only put your trust in God if you know his name, yes? That means if you know him intimately, if you have a relationship with him. Otherwise, who, who can you trust? You know the name of 
Narendra Modi, yes? Just knowing who he is does, doesn't guarantee that intimacy with him. But here the scripture says what? Those who know your name will put their trust in you. That means there's something deeper than just knowing God to be God. That's also the revelation of God. How did God reveal himself to, to the Jews? His attributes. Jehovah Rohi. Jehovah Sikeno. The Lord my shepherd, yes? Do you understand? And above all that is given the name of Jesus. Am I clear? Yes? So go to Psalm 86.11. We're talking about trusting God, loving Him. Yes? What does Psalm 86.11 say? Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. Unite my heart. <coughs> To fear your name. That means you, even though the world is good at making more dispersing your heart, unite that with what? The fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. Do you understand? So if you fear the Lord, it doesn't matter how dispersed you are you will come to the right path. And that is the fear of the Lord. And because you love Him. Do you, do you understand? Go to Psalm 91, verse 14. Because He has set His love upon me, therefore I will deliver Him. I will set Him on high, because He has known my name. Yes. Because He has set His love upon me, I, I will set Him on high, because He has known my yeah. name. So it's about a relationship. Nowadays, when you know someone, you have their phone number, you have their details, you can call them up. They will pick up your call. It's a two-way relationship, yes? You might have the chief minister's number, but he's got to pick up your call, yes? Do, do, do you understand, yes? So when you call to God, guess what? He picks up your call and you communicate with God. Do you understand? And then when he picks up the call, you don't suddenly switch to King James English. Oh, thou have picked up my call. Thou art great. And he said, who is this? Why are you calling me? And he'll hang up on you. Yeah? I'm just kidding. But do you understand? Yes. You tell him honestly. And with the language that you have. Speak to him. Communicate with him. Do you understand? Yeah. Don't switch to King James English when he picks up the call. Yeah. Do you understand? Well, Psalm 103 verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless His holy name. Yes. You're called to bless His holy name. It's set apart. Do you understand? The name of Jesus is not casual. It has power. 
do, do you understand? Yes? Proverbs 18.10 The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. The name itself is a? Yes, that means the attributes of God. How he has revealed himself to you. A revelation is based on what? A relationship. Otherwise, he's not going to reveal himself to you. Am I clear? You can read about the revelation of God all you want. And you can study all about that. But he has not revealed himself to you. Has he? That's why we must make it personal. From that grows your faith in him if I rob you of that and put your faith on a man behind a pedestal I'm not in any way doing justice not to you I can make people depend on me but that's not what God wants God wants you to have a relationship with him. Am I clear on that? Yes? In that way, it doesn't matter whether you're watching on television or on video or you're hearing my voice. What matters is that you have a relationship with God. And God will make sure that you are fed. Do you understand? In the community, he is ordained. In the church that he has ordained. Yes? Not not by the information age. Am I clear on this? Yes? Okay. Um, Proverbs 22 1. Proverbs 22 1. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and loving favor rather than silver and gold. Yes. So this is self explanatory. Do you understand? Rather than having great riches, you should have a good name. This is not saying you should not have great riches or of gold or silver. Do you understand? But what is the priority in this? A good name, your reputation. Yes? What is Ecclesiastes 7 1? A good name is better than precious ointment, and the day of death than the day of one's birth. Yes. A good name is better than precious ornament. Yes. You can't cover up your bad order with cologne. That's what it's saying. If you have a bad name, you have a bad name. Do you understand? It goes much deeper. If you have a bad name, you corrupt good company also. I'm not getting into that now. But here, the name is important to God. Yes? Now we, the question is about Jesus. Yes? About the new name Jesus has been given. Actually, he's been given a lot of new names. We call him Jesus. Yes? Go to Revelation 3.12. He who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him a new name. 
I'll write on him what? My, not a new name. My new name, yes? We don't know that yet because we haven't reached that stage yet. Because we are still overcoming. Am I, am I clear, yes? yes? Now, this name, you can find it even in the Old Testament. Go to Genesis 32, 29. Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. And he said, Why is it that you ask about my name? Yes. So this name was not revealed randomly or arbitrarily. We know and take for granted the name of Jesus. Looking back, we see the revelation of God or the attributes to the Jews, yes? But we take it for granted. Ah. But here is Jacob asking, tell me your name. He said, why do you want to know my name? You see the importance of that, yes? Go to Judges 13, 17 to 18. And Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, What is your name that when your sayings come to pass, we may do you honor? And the angel of the Lord said to him, Why ask you thus after my name, saying it is secret? Seeing it is wonderful. Yes. 18. And the angel of the Lord said to him, why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful? In your Bible it says what secret, yes? It was not revealed. Do, do you understand, yes? Is it clear, yes? Now go to Revelation 19, 11 to 13. And I saw heaven opened, and behold a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. Yes, so he who sat on him was called, was named, what? Faithful, Faithful and true. true. Yes, so these are the names of Jesus. Yes, continue. And in righteousness he don't judge and make war. Yes, he judges and makes war. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. Okay, that, that's not talking about this faithful and truth. That's talking about another name. Because you, we obviously know what the other two names are. Do you understand? Continue. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. The Word of God is another name. Do you, do you understand that? So in this passage from 11 to 13, you have faithful and true. You have an unknown name. Yes. yes. You have the word of God. Yes. yes. Do you understand? So what I'm trying to say is that you don't put it in a box. But to make it more clear and simple, God has given Jesus the name of God. All names, yes? Am I clear? But that is in context. Can you read Philippians 2, what we read earlier, but 5 to 11? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Yes, now, let this mind be in you, 
which is also in Christ Jesus. If you have the mind of Christ, will the name be a mystery to you? No, obviously not. Do you understand? Things of God will not be a mystery to you. The name of God, Yahweh or otherwise, will not be a mystery to you. Or the attribute of God. That is based on relationship. And because of that, you know your rights and your duties. You know what can be done and what cannot be done. You don't put God in a box. Yes, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Yes. Who being in the form of God. Yes. Did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Uh -huh. But made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. Okay, stop for a second. What Jesus, basically, I'll, maybe uh, maybe I'll talk about this on Sunday. But what what you, we are reading here is that Jesus, though he was God, did not take that power, the attributes of God. That means what? When he became man, he was fully man. But God became man, yes? What does that mean? That you can do what he did. How did Jesus do what he did? By the power of the Holy Spirit. And if you're sealed with the Holy Spirit, you can do the same things. And even more, according to the Bible, according to what Jesus said. Am I making sense? But it starts with the relationship. If you don't have that, the, all this is just empty woods. Or maybe, maybe academy. Academic woods too. Yeah, you can learn, but you're useless. Like a cloud without rain. Am I making sense? Yes? Continue reading. We can read from verse 9. Therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That all the name of Jesus, every name, that at the name, that of, at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Yes, that Jesus the Messiah is God to the glory of the Father yes but now that you understand this question better though I have not fully answered that it you are to research this yourself study this because it's based on a relationship why have I not explained that fully to you because I can explain all the attributes of God in the Old Testament. You can know them and that can become knowledge to you. But what I need, what you need is for revelation that He is your provider, that He is your healer, that He is your deliverer. 
Do you understand? You need a revelation of that. And then you can say that with confidence. Yes, he is my healer. Do you, do you understand? For example, every time you are in debt or you every time you need to meet or to pay the bills, your pastor pays all the bills, then you are being robbed of your relationship with God. Because what? No matter what happens, the bill is going to get paid. But the just shall walk by faith. Am I making sense? Yes. And once you know that Lord has done that, that builds up your confidence in Him. Am I clear on what I'm saying? Yes. Once you know the Lord provides, you know that He'll He'll take you from strength and strength. Yes. Do you understand? But you need something called faith. Am I making sense? This recording is meant to teach God's word with clarity and simplicity. Thank you for listening.